Hey, thank you for tuning in to Passion for Purity. This is the podcast for Christian young men who are fighting to have sexual integrity while living in a hypersexualized culture. I'm your host, Wesley Reinhardt, and this is episode 07, entitled Medicating with Porn. In it, I'll take a look at how to avoid that urge to find pleasure with porn when we've been disappointed by someone or something. Let's dive in. So pornography is medication. Anybody who's, who's been held in the grips of sexual sin knows that when you're disappointed with something or when you're down emotionally, it's much easier to give in because you're looking for something to pick you up, right? You're looking for that, that hit, that pleasure uh, that will put you in a better mood, a better frame of mind. Well, you know, there are lots of things that people medicate with, and, and porn is just one of them. Um, but I, I want us to think about how the fact that we are trying to medicate with something temporary, something here on earth, is a small indicator that our satisfaction is not being found in God. And, and you say, well, no, duh. Um, isn't that, that the case with everything when, when we make anything an idol? And, and the answer is yes. Okay, We, we idolize uh, many things. Some of them are inherently good or, or can be good, and, and we, we elevate them to a, a wrong level. And then there are many things that are bad to medicate with, and, and porn is one of them. Um, but I wanted to read Psalm 16 because of how much the psalmist talks about finding pleasure in God. Okay, so it's, it's 11 verses here, and, and think on these words. Preserve me, O God, for in you I put my trust. O my soul, you have said to the Lord, you are my Lord. My goodness is nothing apart from you. As for the saints who are on earth, they are the excellent ones and whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood I will not offer, nor take up their names on my lips. O Lord, you are the portion of my inheritance and my cup. You maintain my lot. The lines have fallen to me in pleasant places. Yes, I have a good inheritance. And verse 7, here it is. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel, and my heart also instructs me in the night seasons. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad, and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. For you will not leave my soul in Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You see, medicating with sexual sin or anything, it's an indication of idolatry. It means we put our hope or our happiness in something, and it failed us, it caused us pain, so, so then we weren't running to, uh, to sexual sin for that pleasure or happiness. And it's no secret that sexual sin, really any indulgence, it can bring that momentary pleasure. But especially with pornography, what comes, you know, not even 10 seconds afterwards? That incredible guilt, that overwhelming shame that, that drags us down and holds us there and keeps us there. And sadly, you know, this leads to a, a cycle of medicating with the very thing that's, that's harming us. So l let me ask you now, where is your hope? 
Okay, where's your joy? Where's your pleasure? What what do you delight in? And if the answer is anything other than God, immediately, uh, it's going to end in a bad place. And and there are hundreds of things that God wants us to to delight and and find happiness in, but not that ultimate ultimate sense of happiness or that that real and and whole fulfillment. Okay, that can only come from Him. I. I just finished reading the Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis, and he talks about the hedonism of God. Now, if you haven't read it, I'd, I'd encourage you to. Uh, the framework of the book is a series of letters from actually a demon, a senior demon, to a junior demon, so an, an older or more experienced to a, a younger inexperienced. And the senior, he's the only one who speaks the entire time. It's, it's his letters to the younger one. Uh, but he gives the junior demon uh, this advice, these, these tips and tactics for tempting a particular young man that he's been assigned to. So with each letter, you learn more and more about the young man and his unfolding story and really uh, this junior demon's work or attempts to, to affect his life. Now, in the end, the young man ends up finding Christ and and puts his faith in him. And then a little while later, uh, he passes away and he enters the presence of God. And he writes about that. Really an incredible book, you know, incredible creativity from C.S. Lewis. Uh, Pick it up. I I think it would encourage you if if you're one who enjoys to read. Uh, Sometimes you'll have to pick through and and think, okay, now what's the point there? But uh, just an incredible, an incredible book. Uh, God really gifted Lewis. And and one of the things that I want to point out here today that, that Lewis continually hits on as, as the voice of this senior demon, uh, he keeps saying, we don't understand, we as the forces of evil, why their God, their, their master, is a hedonist. He wants them to have pleasure. He wants them to be happy. And, and these demons, they just can't wrap their mind around that. Okay, But, but that's the fact. God wants his people, his children, to find pleasure in him. And so that's why these demons, they assign him the title of hedonist, and they don't understand. Okay, well, I want you to think about that. God is a hedonist. He desires for us to experience pleasure, and not just, not just any pleasure, true pleasure, ultimate pleasure, uh, final pleasure, real pleasure. That's what he wants for us. And, and so then the question is, how do we access that? Now, it's unrealistic, and, and you and I both know, to think, okay, well, if I figured out this magic bullet, uh, the silver bullet secret, uh, then I could be satisfied in God for the rest of my life and, and never seek uh, happiness or idolize anything else. Okay, we know, we know that won't happen. We're still in our our ever-wavering, fleshly, sinful bodies, and, and our, our Christian life will ebb and flow. But still, that source of true fulfillment remains. That does not change. So how do we tap into that source of hope and happiness while we're here on earth? Okay, the answer is found in verses 7 and 8 of Psalm 16. Okay, listen as I read the last few verses of this chapter again. Uh, verse 7, I'll bless the Lord who's given me counsel, my heart also instructs me in the night seasons. Okay, so he says, in, in the night seasons, in the dark times, my heart still tells me of this reality of God. And so I'm going to bless the Lord who's given me counsel. Uh, verse 8, 
I've set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Okay, notice how he declares, the Lord is always before me. And and he even brings in this, this physical proximity picture. He's at my right hand. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Um, so you get the idea that the psalmist is consistently thinking about the reality of God, who God is, what he's done, what he will do, and what he, what he gives to his children. Uh, and look at the result in verse 9. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. All right, that is an incredible line. My flesh also will rest in hope. So uh, my flesh, my my physical body, the part that is you know always wavering and fluctuating and changing and and my moods come and go and my attitudes come and go. Um that my flesh can rest in hope. Why? Verse 10, you will not leave my soul in hell or, or Sheol, nor will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. So again, the psalmist is taking his hope from the reality of God, who he is and, and what he does for his children, what he's going to do. And verse 11, these are just powerful words. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Man, that's an incredible verse. The path of life, fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore. I, I hope that, that sparks some desire in you. You know, isn't that what our, our entire life is down here on earth is, is desire for pleasure and fulfillment and that that sense that this is it, you know, this is everything I need and want. Um, That's going to be found in God. And and so here's the deal. Putting the things of God and his glory in front of you constantly, that's going to put your hope and your happiness in him. And, and when you know the state of reality, the victory over death and sin, and the flesh that's going to ultimately be had by God, you're not going to be phased by the disappointments here on earth. I mean, yes, they'll be hard, but you'll see the bigger picture. You'll see the rock that all of it is sitting on, and that's God. And, and so as a result of that, you're not going to seek to medicate with, with porn or masturbation or any of those things. So again, I ask you, where is your hope? Is it in God or not? Is it in a person? Is it in a, a circumstance or an experience that you're hoping to have? I encourage you put it in God. And how do you do that? Well, you have to keep putting him constantly in front of you. You have to, you have to bring him close. Okay, well, how do you do that? Foundationally, it starts with your relationship with his word. The more you are in his word, the more you're going to see the reality of him. Again, who he is, what he's going to do, his love for you, all of those things. Uh, You are going to get a better grip on reality. You're going to get a a closer walk with him the more you're in his word. That's just the facts. So you put God's word in front of you uh, day in and day out. And I'm talking about, okay, you have your Bible time or quiet time or whatever you want to call it. But then throughout the day. Um, you're thinking on his reality and, and those verses and, and the promises that he gives us. You're dwelling on that. And, and as you give your mind to that, 
um, you're not going to be faced by these other disappointments. Again, you're going to run back to him. Um, I'll, I'll refer you again to verse 7. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. You want your heart to be in a place where even during the tough times, it knows the truths of God. And it will tell you, look, this is hard, but God is bigger. God knows more. God has a plan. Uh, you don't need to go trying to find momentary pleasure elsewhere. I, I have to think of Colossians 3. If you then be risen with Christ, you know, seek the things which are above. Set your minds on things above. For your dead and your life is hid with Christ and God. Um, that's, that's another angle you know, of that same truth. Okay. Now, I, I realize that this is one piece of your fight for sexual integrity, but this is huge, and, and this is really the foundation. Your relationship with God and, and knowing him more and, and finding more and more pleasure with him, that's got to be your foundation. If that's not it, uh, no other strategy or tactic that you can use is really going to lead you to true victory or, or joyful victory. Okay, so I hope that your heart will say, along with the psalmist, like you like you did in verse seven. Therefore, my heart is glad, my glory rejoices, my flesh also it will rest in hope, for you won't leave me in hell, you won't allow your holy one to see corruption, you will show me the path of life, in your presence is fullness of joy, at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Uh, brother, again, let me encourage you. Um, porn will never satisfy. It's that momentary pleasure, but but man, you know the emptiness that it will bring. Okay, so find pleasure in God. Put his truths in front of you. Get to know him more, and your heart will be turned to him. Uh, that's the point there. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. And if you enjoyed the episode, um, well, you can like or comment or do any of those things or share, uh, depending on the platform that you're listening on. But uh, let me ask you to do this. Send me a text and say, hey, listen to the podcast and really enjoyed it, or, or I didn't enjoy it, uh, whichever it is. Um, but that will be a, a huge encouragement to me and motivation. Uh, the podcast is something that I've been wanting to work on and, and have been pushed towards multiple times, but uh, just haven't made it the priority in, in my life that I've wanted to. And so really just a text from you that you heard it, uh, that would go a long way towards uh, towards pushing me to do this more. And and the goal would be to get an episode out uh you know, once every week or bi-weekly, uh, but, but no longer than that. Um, I'm also looking to have guests on. So if you know of someone, uh, maybe it's yourself and you say, Hey, I, I could share my testimony or I would love to hear this person's testimony, uh, as far as their fight for sexual integrity and, and how they've grown through that. Um, feel free to, again, reach out to me, Facebook message, uh, or, or text me, if you can, and uh, I, I hope that the podcast can grow and be a blessing to you. Um, again, thank you for tuning in today, and as always, keep fighting.